Welcome to Relationships Unraveled. I'm Miranda, and I am here to help you unravel your relationships and live the life you were created for. Together, we are going to learn and grow in how to navigate the many relationships that make up our lives. We're going to do this by having conversations that go below the surface. So let's shock the norm. Let's try something different and start discovering the next step forward as we talk through life together. God created us for relationships, so it's no surprise that we learn best how to navigate them together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Relationships Unraveled podcast. I'm so glad you're here as we continue our holiday series on tools that will help us to navigate time with people that we find to be difficult. Now, again, I've said this every show, but just to remind you, these tools are helpful anytime. I just wanted to do a tool series around the holidays because I know this can be a really difficult time for people. I also want to remind you that the holidays are also a beautiful time. There's much gratitude to express that can help offset our difficulties, but I'm always going to advocate for you to live in the middle of the two extremes. So much gratitude while also acknowledging so much difficulty. And I never want anyone to feel like I, you know, the worst thing is when you're experiencing something difficult for someone to rush you over to gratitude. Or if you're feeling really grateful for someone to knock the wind out of your sails and talk about all the hard things. So let's practice finding the middle together where we can acknowledge both and hold both at the same time because both are true at the same time. So today's tool that I want to share with you, again, this is something you can use during the holidays, but also anytime. But I want to give you something you can take into circumstances where you're with people and you have difficulty with that group of people. Most of the shows I've done about this have all been tools that you can use to protect your emotions, your heart, in navigating these difficulties. Today's tool is a little bit different because this tool is, it's more of a service to others tool. This is a, a focus and a intentionality that you can enter into a room with, any room you ever want to enter, and give this gift away. This is a tool that is a pure gift to others. And so walking into a room full of people and being prepared to give this gift away is a beautiful experience. And it is a classic experience of it's better to give than to receive. You will feel so good at the end of the day or the night or the week or the weekend when you give this gift away. And that is being curious to hear from people. Oh, this is such a gift to people because one, it doesn't happen very often. So when you're able to give someone this gift, they notice every time. Now, I don't know about you, but my experience growing up and the experience that I see so often in families and just in people groups in general is there's these cultural norms that you know we expect, whether it's a timeline thing, you should be married, you should have kids you should have a job out of college, or you should be finished with college. You should know where you're going when you graduate high school. You should have it all figured out. Or even to little kids of like, you got a boyfriend or you got a girlfriend, you making straight A's. All these cultural norms, right, that we ask. And listen, 
I am almost certain that the intentions are not malicious. I also acknowledge sometimes they are. Like some people just enjoy watching people squirm or, you know, acknowledging that thing that they know bothers someone. They just can't wait to ask them about it so they can. I don't know why people do that. I guess just to get the satisfaction of making them talk about it. I don't know. I do know that that is a possibility. There are just people who are miserable and hateful and want to do that. But I also think we have to give the benefit of the doubt here and know that these things are our cultural norms and it's what we've always done and it's what we'll continue to do, you know, until we take responsibility, acknowledge it and practice something different. And so I hear it all the time and I know you've probably experienced it. And so the tool that I want to give you this week, and it's like I said, a way to serve others, a gift to give away is to be curious to hear from people about how they are doing, like how they're really doing, not how you're doing, not how you think they should be doing, but just how they're doing. And when you ask them a question, listen to their answer and challenge yourself to ask another question based on their answer. And let's just try not to ask these questions that are loaded with expectations that people feel and it's so heavy. If I had a dollar for every time I've talked to someone who dreaded going to a certain gathering, it's usually family because they were going to get asked if they're dating anyone because they've been single and maybe they're 30 and they're still single, I would be rich because it happens all the time. And you might be listening to this going, seriously, people don't know that that's rude, but I bet you've done it without even realizing it. So it's all these cultural norms. Okay, if you see a cute, sweet, newly married couple at Thanksgiving or Christmas, why don't you shock their socks off by intentionally not asking them if they're ready to have a baby or if they're going to have a baby or when they're going to have a baby? Why don't you ask them, hey, how are y'all doing being married? Are you enjoying it? Did you love the wedding? How was the honeymoon? Have y'all gotten settled into your new place? Do you love it there? I mean, there's so many great, meaningful questions that you can ask people to make them feel cared for instead of making them feel bad because they don't have the answer that you're clearly looking for or expecting them to have. If you have a high schooler at your Christmas dinner, don't ask them if they already know where they're going to go to college. I bet you if they know, odds are they're going to tell you because they're excited about it, right? And it's like, ask them how they're doing. Ask them how they're doing. And then when they tell you how they're doing, if they give you a one-word answer, you know, just ask them about their life. How are things going? You know, what friends are you hanging out with these days? Do I know any of them from when you were little? Is it any friends that, you know, we've met before? Is it the same friends you've always had or you have new friends? You know, what are you loving to do these days? Do you have hobbies? Anything like that that's genuinely curious to hear from them about how they are. Because people can feel the difference when you have a genuine question where you're curious about how they are. And when you have a loaded question that you're aiming right at them and you fire away and they're like, oh, great. Ugh, I don't have that. You know how you could shock the socks off of a single person in your family? Don't ask them about dating. Don't even mention it. They would be so grateful. They would be so grateful for you for that. And you know what? When you just show up for them and love them and you're curious about 
how they're doing. If they're dating someone, I guarantee you they're probably going to tell you because they feel like you love them and they feel like you've accepted them where they are and that you don't have all these expectations. And listen, if you're hearing this and you're going, oh, crap, I do that all the time. Don't waste a second condemning yourself and shaming yourself. I think this is something we all do until we're aware of it. So consider this your awareness moment, right? And then practice intentionally changing it. That's all you can do. There's no need to waste time, you know, being down on yourself about it. And if you have a little fourth grader who's shy, the last question you want to ask them is if they have a boyfriend. All the little boys think you're pretty. Oh my gosh. Like I say this from a kid that was, when I was young, I wasn't into all the cultural norms. Like I didn't approach life in the typical way that a lot of kids do. And so these questions really just made me feel like I was missing something or that I was doing something wrong or that I was not okay the way I was. I should be different. It's not the end of the world, but it just doesn't give the gift of, hey, I care for you. Asking people really good questions, man, that is a way to give them the gift of caring for them. It really, really is. And if you're not, like, if you hear me saying this and you're like, God, well, this sounds good, but I'm terrible at asking questions. Like, I don't even know how you're coming up with these example questions. Like, I feel like in the moment I just freeze and then I ask a stupid question. I did an episode with my dear friend, Angel Haynes, back in the summertime. And it was the importance of asking questions in relationships. And it was episode 15 from back in June. So if you're hearing me give this tool, which is a gift to serve others, and you're thinking, gosh, I would love to do that. The problem is I suck at asking questions. Go back and listen to episode 15. It's a really, really good one. And it will really, really help you to understand why it's important and to start practicing it. And I would say to focus less on forming the questions, focus more on listening and using your natural curiosity to form your next question. There's a really small shift that I'm talking about right there. It's a very small shift. It makes all the difference. And if you're talking to someone and you're trying to ask a good question, then you're not listening. You're not listening. And I know your intentions are good. You're like, but you said ask good questions. And I'm that's true. But people can feel when you're truly listening and when you're trying to ask a good question or trying to ask the next question. So just, it's okay to slow down and have a pause between even. But challenge yourself. A good little game to play in conversations to practice this is to only allow yourself to ask a question based on what they just said. So you're not allowed to interrupt them and cut them off to hurry up and ask the next question. You have to let them finish talking, think for a second, and go, oh, wow. So, you know, if you're talking to an eighth grade boy and you ask him, you know, hey, I know you love baseball. Is that still something you're enjoying? And he says, no, I quit baseball. Your next question could be, oh, I didn't know that. Are you missing it? Are you you happy about that decision? And if he's like, yeah, you know, I'm happy about that. You could say, so what led you to that decision? Or how'd you end up doing that? Was that hard for you to quit? Did it feel like a big decision? These are things that you can ask based on what they're saying instead of like, you still playing baseball? No, sir, I quit. You quit? Why'd you quit? You were so good at baseball. You know, it's like this, oh, you messed up, you know. Again, these aren't things we do intentionally. 
But being genuinely curious about how someone's doing is such a gift and they'll feel it and they'll feel cared for and they'll feel loved and they'll share so many more things with you that way. And a a little flip side to the game that I'm talking about of like challenge yourself to ask a question based on what they just said. Another thing that that does is if you're focused on asking a question based on what they just said, then you will be less likely to make a authoritative statement, make an authoritative statement that, oh, that's really hard and really, really, really painful to watch happen in a conversation where you can see someone is sharing and then someone in the group is like, well, what you should have done, what you need to do. Well, all you got to do is tell him this and that. And well, what I did was, and it's like, oh, shoot, they just want you to hear them. They just want you to be curious about them. They don't want you to tell them anything. So if you are someone who accidentally does that, focusing on asking a question based on what they just said is a really good way to draw your focus towards something healthy so that you don't accidentally use authoritative language. Because in all honesty, we're all adults. I mean, and even kids, nobody really enjoys authoritative language, except for the people using it. They're the only one that's like, oh yeah, this is fun. I love this. You know, authoritative language is just a turnoff, especially if, you know, they're not a child. They're a teenager or older. Ooh, nobody wants to be told what to do. Like we're all humans. We want to figure things out ourselves and we want to talk about it. We want to share, but we just don't want to be told what to do. None of us do. So catch yourself doing that and challenge yourself to ask a question. Get curious about what's going on with someone versus falling into those habits of asking those age old questions that are just loaded with expectations and disappointment and make people feel horrible about themselves. Again, not something we do intentionally, but just because we don't do it intentionally doesn't mean we don't need to make a shift in that area. There's a lot of things we don't do intentionally that are still hurtful. There's no need to do that. We're perfectly capable of acknowledging it, accepting it, and practicing something different. So I hope that you challenge yourself to do this. I want you to go into a room and I want you to say, I'm about to serve somebody with some love. I'm about to make somebody feel cared for because I am going to listen to what they have to say with no expectations. And I'm going to ask them questions about how they're doing, not questions about how they're supposed to be doing according to our world. It will make people feel so good and it will honestly shock people in a good way. So I want to encourage you to practice this. This is a gift that's super easy to give away. And I promise you when you end the day, you will feel even better about yourself then the people feel that received your gift. That's just the way that God made us. That's why it is better to give than to receive because it's just the way that God designed it. It's pretty incredible. I want to encourage you to do this. I think it will be fun. I think you'll enjoy it. And I would love to hear some reactions and responses. Um, Did people notice? Were you successful? Did you find it difficult? Did you find it easy? Is it something you didn't really realize you were doing, but now that you've tried it different, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much better. I'm going to really be intentional about that. I would love to hear feedback and questions and your thoughts. So enjoy that. Enjoy your time with family, friends. Good luck. I hope you give this gift away. Thank you for being here as always. 
If you enjoyed the show and it was meaningful for you, I always appreciate you passing it on, whether that's on social media or just texting your close friends and family who might find this meaningful. I always appreciate that. I look forward to seeing you back here again next week. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Relationships Unraveled podcast. If you love the episode, please share it on social media and be sure to tag me. Find me at Miranda Kirk and let's continue the conversation. I hope you'll tune in again next week.